two million years in these subterranean caves, a creature of superhuman evil was entombed in a wall of ice, waiting to be free, waiting to live again. Are you telling me that an ape that lived two million years ago got onto that crate, killed the baggage man and put him in there? Yes, I am. It's alive. It must be. Travel with us, if you dare on the Horror Express. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, Zarin. What up? This week, we'll be discussing the horror classic, Horror Express, starring Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, and the immortal Telly Savalas. Aye, aye, aye. Ter- Telly Savalas is terrifying. Yes, I, I always am I'm afraid he's gonna like punch me or something. I'm scared of him. Is he dead? <laughs> because uh, I'm gonna go dance on his grave. He's obviously a monster. How awful! <laughs> I don't know any bad things about Tali Savalas or Dragon. I don't know anything bad about him either. But that's my impression. Is is I'm terrified of him. You so know, you it's lo- like my irrational fear of Captain Kirk. You know. He who is alive, by the way. Yes. So you're sexually attracted to Christopher Walken, terrified yes. of Alice. That is correct. Okay. Got it. Write, as, long write as, it down. as long as we're clear on that. As long as we're clear. <laughs> Give us the 30-second synopsis of Horror Express, for God's sakes. Okay. Agatha Christie. Murder on the Orient Express, but less linear. Actually... There okay. is a frozen monkey man on the train. Yep. Who like sucks all the your memories and sauce into your its brain, and that's how it learns. By taking your stuff, uh, it leaves you empty. You're just a, a shell, like a cicada shell. Yes. So people eventually figure out that the monkey man is defrosted. And they're shutting that business down. Lucky, yep. lucky for the monkey man, the first person he wiped clean was a pickpocket. Uh, and and what do they call it? People can crack safes. So lucky yep. for it. That was very convenient. Very convenient. That it yes. wasn't like the little match girl or something. Right. Right. <laughs> so what can... I'm not even going to go into what confused me. I'm going right into the story. So he was able, because he stole the pickpocket's memory, he was able to escape. And that's why he's wandering around, uh, sucking memories of anyone he could uh, can think of. And then he shifts bodies. Right. And now he can be more selective. Because now he's no longer like Manchurian. He is now, uh, what the hell is he? I guess he's Russian. Of he's some Russian. Sort. He's a Russian right. detective. So now he can say, oh, what do you do for a living? An engineer? Can I talk to you privately around here? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's correct. What are you? You're a spy, you say. <laughs> so now he can selectively uh, absorb everyone. It turns out he's an alien. And like E.T., he wants to phone home. But right. in, the, in the end, that doesn't quite work out for him. Dead. The end. To be clear, there isn't like any actual sucking that's going on. It's he... through his crazy red eyeballs. Yes. 
Yes, which the weird thing is, I I don't think they established through the first half of the uh, movie that he has to be in darkness for the power to work. Evidently, he just happened to be in dark places when he was the crazy frozen monkey man. My question is, does it have to be in the dark? Is that why he keeps turning it down? I just assumed with his weird eyes, maybe he was light sensitive. Well, because they they examine later in the movie. Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing are examining everybody's eyes under a like a magnifying glass. Yeah, that did nothing. Did absolutely not. Well, yeah, even it was the early days of science. I think it was the very early days of science. We gotta. So okay, let me before we jump into all this good stuff. Had you ever even heard of this movie, or did I totally never bamboozle you? You're the the king of the bamboozles for sure. Yes, I remember this movie giving me nightmares when I was a child watching what? it on Elvira. Okay, it was first on Elvira. Of all, the yes. quality is amazing. It was like if I took a Betamax and pointed it at my TV, yes. recorded it, and then I just watched that. That's correct. It's like going to the worst bootleg uh, YouTube movie. Yes. This has it not was- been archived by the Library of Congress, apparently. No, and I think it's in the public domain. I think it's it's that kind of quality. Thank, thank God that they did not charge me for this treasure. No, it was. I remember watching it on Elvira, and I remember Elvira's like kind oh of my God. funny I lo- comments. I loved Elvira so much. She was a comedy genius. Why doesn't she have a show like Joe Bob? She should. She did uh, a thing on uh, Amazon Prime. Where she kind of did her wackiness on like the twelve nights of Halloween, but this was like five years ago or something. I, I don't know. She should. I, I, agree. I thought she was a, a comedy genius in my, she in, was. my, in my years growing up. So um, I remember it vaguely back then. I remember all the white, bloody eyes because whenever he sucks your brain, your eyes turn white and there's oh, blood coming out. It of your looked eyes. like poached eggs. Poached yes. eggs, like like when you poach them too long and the yolk gets a green cast. Ew! That's what gave me the nightmares. I had ah! vis- I had literally uh, nightmares about the crazy like Cossacks at the end of like the in the climax where they come back as zombies, right? Walking down the hall, I, that scared me as a young child. Now not so much. Exactly. Now not so much. Um, shall we jump right into the highlights? I, I call it the highlights, but it's really, what in the hell is this? Is what, what in I'm the hell think. is this? First right. of all, they were trying to play up the camp between Peter Cushing. There was like the lady scientist that worked with Peter Cushing. Yes, She was throwing Dr. little zingers left and right. It was bizarre. <laughs> At one point, Peter Cushing's like, Doctor, I need your help. And she looks over his shoulder thinking he's talking about I need help in the bedroom with exactly. the spy. She's like, at your age, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Bump, 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 bump. Right. What? Is this something they've done before? Or is she just, hey, I'm game? Or what's the story here? I thought it was, it was like one of the, the Bob Hope road shows. It, it, was <laughs> some, it was something from, yes, the Dean Martin celebrity roast is what it was. <laughs> Um, sweet Jesus. Yeah, I noticed that as well. We're like, uh, Detective Mirov goes, you could be one of the, one of the monsters and I'd never know. And he says, monsters? 
we're British. <laughs> yes. Oh. He, they, they threw Peter Cushing a couple of these wacky lines. I'm not going to say they were funny, but they, clearly they were going for comedy with him every now and again. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if the actors came up with this stuff on, uh, on their own. Like, when they introduced the female scientist, and he says, like, she's a genius, he meant to say for a woman. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, she was like, basically, Tangina from the Poltergeist movie. She was a little character for right. some bizarre reason. I, who the hell knows? Basically, it's, a, it's all this strange comedy of errors. Christopher Lee was in manchuria but it was clearly the province of shezwan or whatever it was which is not near manchuria yeah they're, they're now we're in china yes china um and he finds the the frozen monkey man in some cave uh and he's bringing it back to i guess england is that I'm his plan i'm guessing by the time it takes the month-long uh uh, train ride uh, non-refrigerated car non there was like a piece of <laughs> ice on the neck um, yes. by the time it leaves Manchuria and goes all the way to England what you're looking at is a pile of rot and yes. they had ice back in the day yes they did well he said it was a fossil he kept calling it a fossil which would mean you know just a you know a rock essentially he calls it a rock it doesn't look like a fossil. It no. looks like an oozy, melty. It's it's like mask. they're always finding those like now with, with since all the glaciers melting, they'll find like this preserved woolly mammoth. I mean, it's a frozen creature. Yes, that's what it right. is. That's exactly correct. As far as I know, again, not a paleontologist. There were no monkey people around long enough to become fossils. Oh, but those are like dinosaurs and things. So dig this. So later on, which is the best ridiculous scene. Yes. They look into the eyes after they've killed the monkey man. Oh, God, this is so ridiculous. They're so (laughs) ridiculous. They pop out an eye like that. Lucio Fulci. Lucio Fulci, another eyeball, pluck it out. And then uh, they, they. Put a, a needle in it, withdraw some of the, the gravy fluid. A syringe, right. And uh, put it under the microscope. And it's like a, a, a zoetrope or whatever, where, where all of a sudden you it see. It was a view master. It was an early <laughs> view master. Where first they see the last thing that Detective the Miroff. Detective right. Miroff. Because back in the old days, and not during when they made this movie, but in no. olden times, the belief was that the last thing you saw was recorded in your eye. So, so yes. murderers would cut out people's eyes because people thought you could look in there and they'd see your face. So the, the, in this new science, they see the, the, the last thing the monkey looked at. And then skip to now we're seeing dinosaurs and pterodactyls. Yes. Then yes. we're seeing the earth from, from space. From space. Yes, and the Big that's... Bang and everything. So maybe exactly. they just killed God. I don't know. That could be <gasps> it. What the hell was that? That was a gas. An emphysemic oh gas. I was like, oh my God. Has the creature attacked? <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. 
That was a theory from many, many years ago. By the 70s, we knew that didn't work. Except maybe not, in England. I don't know. Maybe you science not, didn't reach it there. You could not squirt some <laughs> uh, some eyeball juice under a, magnif- or a microscope and see the last images that it saw. So I would agree. And the fact that they figure out, oh, the alien has transferred its body or transferred its mind to another body. And the last image it saw was Detective Mirov. Maybe they should have been a little bit more uh, suspicious of Detective Mirov, wouldn't you say? Of course. Right. But the he, problem is he's the po- he's a policeman. So what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And he's got his like guards with him who have like rifles with bayonets attached. These are cops with bayonets going door to door looking for the the monster at one point. It's like, yeah, this is good stuff. We have we're kind of jumping all over the place. We should establish again. Christopher Lee finds the monkey man frozen in the ice. Brings him back to the train station. And then it's like, it is like Agatha Christie. Because you got Peter Cushing there with his uh, associate. There for entirely different reasons. They're like, oh, we're studying bacteriology or whatever the heck. Then there's like an international spy fleeing from Shanghai. This is why it's Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. There's all these suspicious characters. And then what was the conflict between... The two professors. I mean, it was like uh, the beginning of a, the Indiana right. Jones movie, although not as good. Yes. Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing had a little bit of a animosity toward each other for some reason. Yeah. I think part of it was Christopher Lee was just supposed to be kind of a cantankerous guy. People were like, oh, what you got in there? I ain't showing you Jack. It's like, we need, there's Step been a murder. Jack. There's been not one, but two murders. May we investigate? No, you may not. I'm going to throw the key out the window. How dare you? <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> right? <laughs> There's also like uh, these Polish uh, like Duke and Duchess on board with Rasputin, evidently, yeah. their, their Wait, advisor. They can't be Polish. Well, she says she's a, I'm a Polish. I'm in Poland. We do blah, blah, blah. She kind of throws that. Okay. So then if she's Polish, then later on when the Cossacks and Telly Savalas are there, why would he care what they have to say? They're like, we will tell the czar. Maybe. Well, I think. Okay. Number one, it's poorly written. (laughs) Number two, as we know. In many cases, all of the royal families of all the great states are all related in in various ways. Like the Russians are kind of related to the British or kind of related to the Germans. not kind of related. Yes. They're all directly related to Queen Victoria. Right. So there's a possibility there's some inbreeding going on. And so this this cop, this this military dude, has all the, the, the... what do they call that? The tree of life, the the whole everyone who's related to anyone yes. in Russia engraved on his on his hairless chest. Yes. You're talking about Telly Savalas now, who plays a Russian Cossack soldier. Yes. Evidently. Everybody else is doing some kind of accent. Who knows? Telly's just Telly. Telly's just Telly. He's like, I'm filming this, then I'm gonna hit Kojak next week. So, I mean, he might as well have had a lollipop in his mouth. Lollipop, lollipop. And why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> exactly. He was if you're telly, menacing. you do telly. I'm just telling oh. you, he was menacing. 
At one point, he's like at the train station, clearly like in the throat. He's just finished having his way with some woman. Yeah. Like behind the pure I, rapey I Joe. Thought, I thought he was going to turn to the camera and say, who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? Ah. <laughs> players with yourselves, Cod, baby. My Players Club International. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Uh, uh. So now they're all on the train together. The, the critter defrosts. And like you said, he had, like, there was a pickpocket slash picklock person, a thief, uh, and who happens to target Christopher Lee's crate. Right. This crate is the one I got to open. And he picks it in full view of everybody and promptly is killed by the creature. If he looks you in the eyes, he only has one crazy red eye. And looks at and it's you. It's because they spooned one out. He's had two eyes at one point. No, he didn't. Or the 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 crazy monkey man only had had one crazy red eye. Oh, I the thought that was, was later on after he got shot in the eye. No. Um. So he he, he looks at you. Then you kind of go ah, and your eyes turn white, and like blood comes out of your eyes and out of your nose, and you drop dead. Now he has your knowledge, which is how, like you said, he's able to escape from the cave. Uh, the uh, crate later. All right. Um, good times. This is important it's information. Important. It is important information. And not to mention the blonde, or excuse me, the uh, the Chinese pickpocket. They say, oh, that that's that famous pickpocket, Krasinski. That doesn't seem very Asian. It doesn't seem very Asian. It, so much so that I wrote it down. Krasinski. That's his name? Uh, Interesting. Uh, he was adopted. He was he was um, adopted, and he's so famous. And yet, this is a train station filled with officers. They're like, ah, he's just a scallywag. <laughs> Everyone knows who he is, and he's just yes. loose. Yep, good times. Then they establish that I, I guess the monkey man is also Satan because Rasputin has some chalk, and he says, "I can draw a, a cross on the ground." But if I try to draw a cross on the crate in chalk, it won't work. Yeah. For some if I reason. try to take a piece of chalk and write on some kind of satin fabric, it ain't going to work either. <laughs> I, I love how R fake Rasputin yes. throws over religion instantly, instantly, instantly to hail Satan. And as far as we know, this dude is not Satan. He's an alien. No, he's just an alien. He's just an alien just trying to get by. Yes, you're right. He's supposed to be the spiritual advisor of the Duke of Poland, I guess, who's dressed like Liberace, by the way. He's got a, like a crazy crushed velvet pink jacket on Love and it. like a lacy cravat. Interesting. It speaks to and his time. To me, maybe I'm crazy. I thought Rasputin looked like it was Robert De Niro circa The Mission. Look at his face. He was the same think character. I saw The Mission. You saw it. You know it well. Does he play Father Sarah? He played. He did. No, he did not. Uh, let me see. Do you have any other fancy things? I got. A, I got a list as long as my arm. Okay, the monkey man looked beef jerky. Yes. Yes. Um. Let me see here. Why when they, does when ahead. he jumps into the body of the detective? I still have a monkey hand. Yes. Why would that right. be a thing? Okay, so... Because we're uh, too stupid to figure out what's happened, so we have to have one monkey hand? That's correct. Maybe Basically, a monkey foot, but we don't know. 
he maybe he does. Maybe he has other monkey parts. We don't want to know. Um, so Peter Cushing is being attacked by the monkey man. And Detective Mirov uh, just starts shooting. Like, he's literally like Clint Eastwood. He just starts shooting. Out. <laughs> he might as well have murdered Peter Cushing as well. <laughs> Guns down. The monkey man. The monkey man turns and looks. And there's an extended scene where he's there looking at each other. What's Peter Cushing doing at this point? Mirov is just staring, spazzing out, doesn't do anything. Uh, and at that point, now the detective is now possessed by the monkey man. And if he turns off the lights, his eyes turn red, and then he does his monkey routine. But he does have a crazy monkey hand. He has a, and his it, left hand. And, and it evolved because it was a hand, and then it became a monkey hand. Yes. So he has to keep it in his pocket at all times. But, Otherwise, it would reveal, hey, I'm a crazy monkey man, which too. Which is ridiculous. Yes. Uh, one of the other <laughs> ridiculous scenes. Uh, so eventually he jumps into the body of Rasputin because why he let Rasputin live, we don't know. We don't know. He was constantly following him around going, I will be your servant, Satan. And he's like, Put, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Why don't you just kill him? You didn't have to absorb his madness, but you can just get rid of him. Or at right. the very least, tell him what the plan is, like they do in all, all the James Bond things. I thought eventually he would explain his situation. No, no, well no. Well, it's you're right. He he he'd, be, he'd murdered like some dude working in the baggage car. Uh, he'd murdered the guy operating the telegraph machine. Right. So now um, he can get a job sending telegraphs. So all he right. He can work. <laughs> he can work for Amtrak. <laughs> he can work all um, aboard. He uh, he doesn't he doesn't kill Rasputin. I keep calling him Rasputin. His name is not Rasputin, but, but that's what we're But he's clearly modeled of. after the Mad Monk. Because I yes. think I'm sure Anastasia had just come out, so people were like, oh, "This yes. is czars." And this was a very czar fun doctor, fake doctor Shivago whiz right. situation now. Because they're on the Trans Siberian Railroad. Not to be so confused start- with that terrible Christmas music. The po- <laughs> I was telling, I was telling uh, my kids that I was watching the Horror Express, and they said Polar Express. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Polar Express is far more terrifying. There's that Uncanny <laughs> Valley with Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, um, the weird uh, Tom Hanks. I have never seen it just because uh, it's on the trailer with the weird yes, Tom Hanks. It was scary. I was I've like, no, nope. I'm gonna watch I said, Terror no can Express do. instead. He so he doesn't kill uh, Rasputin, saying like, "There's nothing in your brain I'd want," or right. something along those lines, which is which is a, a serious dig. That's a shot at that point. Because Lord, at any time, Rasputin could have gone and said, "Hey, it's the detective." Right. Because at right. this point, I, I mean, when Rasputin figs, figures it out, nobody else knows. That's correct. He he sussed it because he was hiding in the. In the baggage car? Watching the murders, yeah. Watching the murder. that's right. So, because the, the international spy woman. Why he was in there taking a crap or what? We don't know why he was in there hiding behind baggage. <laughs> well, they, they told him to hit the bricks. Basically, at one point, I'm trying to remember what it was. The countess said something. And uh, Rasputin goes, do not say such things. I forbid it. And then the, the count goes like, you forbid it? Oh, yeah. She you was know. talking about meeting some 
she was had some sexual innuendo. She's what to wear to meet some English person. Right. So, so he was basically Rasputin had a little crush on one of them. We don't right. know. One, we, don't, we know. don't know. So so the Duke was or whatever, the count was basically like, uh, you'll be praying for your next meal, pal. Or you know, hit the bricks. So he was sulking, I guess. I guess. In the in the baggage car when the international spy tries to steal uh, oh, it was it was a piece of steel. It was literally like like a prototype for some steel. I've in invented a velvet sack. steel, and I keep it in a special velvet sack. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. So, oh god! So over the course of the the thing, the alien is trying to get the knowledge of the engineer and, and the formula and the formula for the steel to create his rocket ship so he could leave Earth. So he didn't have plans to take over the world. He was just trying to hit the road. How did he even know? Because later on, he asked this engineer, which I swear to you, that engineer was either a woman dressed as a man. Yes. Or it was Dave Chappelle when he'd dress up as a white person. (laughs) There was something not quite right with that character. He had some makeup on or something. Bad, that made him weird, look a bad. I mean, we don't know what the story was. And, I, and I'm not judging. And whatever his personal lifestyle choices, I'm whatever is cool clever. It. But you're not fooling me. So you're not fooling me. He, he asked the engineer if people have invented, you know, going to the earth. rockets. So I Rocket. don't know what uh, a sp- a chunk of metal is going to help him. How's well, that going to help think- him? I think when he killed, because she was trying to steal it because it's Cause worth. She's a spy. She's in hundreds a, of dollars. Right. Um, so when he tens kills of dollars. her, tens of dollars. <laughs> he, when he kills her and sucks out her knowledge, now he's aware of it. Okay. At that point, so he's gonna start so now, smelting stuff and build computers. Yes, he's gonna smelt it. He's going to California. He's gonna take a train to California and get some silicon chips. Or that's correct. Well, and this again, Horror Express takes place like in 1910 or something. So there's no real. I mean, I guess the theoretical information from the engineer is all he needs. I don't know. It's hard to say. And, and clearly, knows? he's an idiot because if he wasn't ha- causing so much chaos, he probably could have gotten away with it. Just don't kill anybody. Just how about don't that? Don't kill everyone. You know, <laughs> going door to door. This is why killing people. This is why, like Superman, he was pitched from his world. Yes, because they didn't want him around anymore. Because he was Bizarro. He's Bizarro. It's, it's, it's Bizarro <laughs> Superman. Yes, and he's been sent to Earth because they don't have prisons where he's from. Well, and one thing that we didn't really talk about is the fact that. Really, the audience knows who the monster is the entire time. It's only a mystery to the characters on the show. Correct. You know what I mean? Which is kind of different than anything else you've ever seen. Like, Which is why uh, we don't need the monkey hand. Which is why we don't need the monkey hand. Why we don't need the monkey's paw. I could have made wishes. Yes. Clearly. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's like most other things, like even like Agatha Christie or whatever... The audience doesn't know what's going on. 
They don't know who the real killer is. It's the real this, killer in Agatha Christie is the one person that you know nothing about and you don't know any backstory on, and they happen to be somewhere in the background. There you go. There's your killer. Oh, uh, sometimes even worse. So, like, where it's like, and then there were none where everyone is uh, dead. Everyone is dead, and then spoiler alert. And then one of the persons who you thought was dead was faking it. How am I? I'm faking I it. need to have a chance to solve this shit. I agree. There's nothing worse than that. Even worse is where it's like, oh, it's a mystery I'm solving. And then they go like, it's Mr. Johnson, who we've never met before. That's right. The next door neighbor that we've never spoken of before. Never even spoken of. He's the murderer. It's like, so this isn't really a mystery then. It was cancer. There was no murder. (laughs) (laughs) It was cancer. Exactly. He'd been sick a long time. Um, We forgot to tell you that. Sorry, we didn't mention that. (laughs) so yeah one by one they they oh here's my question to you yes um so they were trying to send a telegraph message to the station but detective mirov stopped the telegraph correct so then why did telly savalas get on board with his gang of soldiers just for fun well, they were going to stop the train, but wasn't it our understanding that that monkey man, Tarzan the monkey man swinging from a rubber band, stopped the, the whatever you call it, the wire right, there, there shouldn't have There shouldn't have been any telegraph. And to go even further, at the end of the, the climax, Moscow has radioed in saying, let the, you know, crash the train. Let the train go off a cliff and kill all those people. Because what do they know? What do they? They don't know zippity doo. They don't know zippity doo. And I have something else that that's been a, a puzzler in my brain the whole time. And you're gonna yes. Have, well, now because I'm afraid if I say it, that I'm also giving away my favorite part. So I'm gonna say my favorite part. And please, my favorite part is Christopher Lee who who is a hot potato is yep. goes into a, a train car full of corpses by full himself. Of zombie people yes and people are like no 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 he's like i'll be all right why would you think you were going to be all right everybody is dead you're going into a train car full of bodies yes so whatever was in there was able to defeat a ho- entire legion of centurions or whatever they call them right. in moscow but yes. you're British, so I'll be all right. Chris, yes, this is a question, because he does it twice. First, when it's just like, here's a room full of dead people who've been killed by now-possessed Rasputin. Right. And he, Peter Cushing's with him, and he says, oh, Peter, hit the bricks. I got this. Uh, you do? Okay. <laughs> Newsflash. <laughs> Later, he, go, he goes through there, grabs the Countess, and starts to go back. And now Rasputin shows a new ability to bring back the bodies of everybody he's killed as kind of zombie uh, attackers, essentially. I, that's what I was confused about, because maybe I'd gone on Facebook, maybe I went to get a glass of water, but all of a sudden the dead start rising. I'm like, when did this happen? When did this right. happen? It's the really sketchy on the details, because early on it the establishes the monkey man can just look at you and steal your knowledge. Okay. Oh my God. Then halfway through the movie, they go like, well, not only that, I can jump from body to body if I make eye contact. 
Do you think then this is like end. is this like Q from the Star Trek? Only, it is. only stupider. At the end, he now establishes here's a new, never before seen power where I can everybody I've killed and sucked their brain, I can bring them back to life as my evil zombie servants. Never before established. Never before established. Interesting. So Christopher Lee now is like, oh God, there's a room of 15 zombie Cossacks. But I'll be all right. I'll be cool. He basically becomes, he becomes Bruce Lee. And he's kicking (laughs) ass. Pow! He's like doing all sorts of stuff. I mean, he kicked this one guy. He swung another. I mean, it was ridiculous. I'm like, you go, Christopher Lee. (laughs) And he was handling his business. Not an ounce of fear. Not even cons- mild concern. I would have been like, I would have jumped off the train at this point. He's not British. Li- not the, they don't get ruffled. Monsters, we're British. <laughs> Sweet Lord. Right. So <laughs> Christopher Lee has the Rasputin monster dead to rights pointing a gun at him. Pointing a gun at him. And at this point, Rasputin's like, oh, don't kill me. I'll, you know, I'll tell you all the secrets of the world. He's like, eh, that's not good enough. I'm still going to kill you. He's like, well, then hang on. Give me a second, because now I'm going to bring the dead back to life. Uh, Give me a, don't shoot me. Because if you kill me, I can't do this. I can bring the dead back to life, but I can't possess this dude that I've managed to possess everybody else. I can't. Well, because he's left the light on. Uh, it only I, works if he turns off the light. And, and once again, shitty alien, uh, I have unlimited powers, but I can't, like, make a light bulb go off. I can't do it. It's beyond have, my... That's uh, one power beyond, I do I'm not possess. I'm going to build a spaceship uh, at, based on a piece of, of iron, but I cannot turn off a light bulb or break one. Gotcha. Can't do it. No, you just can can't do, do it. No, I can't go for and that. Go for that. Any other highlights you want to talk about? No, highlights and lowlights. Now, I got go nothing else. I got nothing else either. Let's uh, let's do behind the scenes then, shall we? I would love to hear that. Um, the basic plot of this movie came from a short story entitled "Who Goes There." You might remember this short story from The Thing. That was what The Thing was based on as well. And The Thing from Another World. Yes. So you can see kind of slight similarities. Right. Ice creature who can like, you know, you don't know who's possessed kind of thing. That's the only similarity. Yeah. And now I'm trying to think... Basically, this this version of the thing, at least the thing, is somewhat self aware. Yep. the The other one thing was a total bust. You you well, can tell when pe- things were possessed in in the, the first thing, right? Or no, you... not necessarily. Right. It's it's just it's again it's it's hard to uh, you know look at it because they're they're so different. It's like the kernel of an idea is all they took. Right. Basically. Um, and the reason why it's on a train is because the producers had purchased a train, like a, like a little miniature train, uh, and they wanted to create a movie around being on the train. Okay. And what the thing, hell? Yes. They had the train set 
from, I think they just shot like Pancho Villa or something. Oh my God. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I don't know. They, they had the set for this other movie that Telly Savalas was in, actually. They had him under contract. So they're like, well, I guess we got to throw Telly in here somehow. I don't know how we're going to do this. So they only had one route, one car of this train set. So they would film all, like, the, now it's the baggage car. We got to film all the baggage stuff. Okay. Drag all that down. shit out. <laughs> now it's, now it's the uh, dining car. So we have to set it up for that. Oh my so God. that's that's how they did it. B exactly. for budget. B for budget. This movie is not a Hammer film. It is a low budget Hammer ripoff. They think oh my if God, they they're get... ripping ha- Hammer off. That means it's yeah. even lower budget. It is. Oh Basically, God. they were like, if we can get Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, maybe we can kind of uh, fool people into thinking it's a Hammer film. No, not at all. Good times. Uh... Peter Cushing, his wife had just died prior to filming this movie. and He almost didn't do it. He arrived on set and was just devastated. was just going to leave. And Christopher Lee convinced him to stay. And to go a step further, because of his grief, he'd have like night terrors. Oh, my God. So Christopher Lee would often sleep in the same room with him. Oh my God! They kind of this like... is all. Wait, we're sharing beds. That's the budget we're on. They're sharing. They were sharing. They were sharing love as well. Oh Who's my to God. say? Who's to say? Um, let me see. I think this is about. There's not a whole. That's quite frankly lot. more than I thought there would be. For show, uh, Telly was paid twenty two thousand dollars. That for seems this. generous for an hour's worth of work. For an hour's worth of work, uh, he used it to get a seven-year lease on a West End apartment for his girlfriend. He just said, here, just pa- just sign the check. You take it. All right. West um, End goes. Released only two days after Dracula AD 1972, which also starred Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. I did not see that. What no. about Andy Warhol's uh, Dracula? Was that about the same time? Uh, was that... Is that uh, Blood for Dracula. It has Blood so many. Dracula? It has so many names. Um, all, various roles are dubbed by other actors. All the women were dubbed by the same person. Wait Olive a minute. Greg. Why is it dubbed? Where is it filmed? Because it's, it's a Spanish film. That's why. Spanish. I see. Who's to say? Um. So, but if you go back and listen to it, it's the same voice for every for the international spy, for the countess, and for Doctor Jones or whatever her name was. So good times. It takes place in 1906. So there you go. Huh. Yeah. Most of Telly Savalas' dialogue and performance were improvised, which is clear. It is clear he was just out there. Whatever. I'll do my thing, you know. I'm Telly Savalas, for God's sakes. So he was very menacing, and he looked good in his uh, Cossack outfit. He was terrifying. He, he was terrifying. He had his Cossack coat, and I swear to God, it was buttoned down to his navel. Uh, uh, exactly. It was like we need to see full again. This is in Siberia. Exactly. For God's sakes, <laughs> it is negative fifty degrees out in a blizzard. I cannot believe poor poor brother was terrified by this movie but i was terrified i I used to be terrified just about the ads for 70s horror movies because it was always giant bugs and then the frog with a hand coming out of the mouth 
Just the yep. ads were enough to terrify me back in the day. Uh, let's talk about the cast, shall we? Telly Zavallis. Well, number one, you got Christopher Lee, who is, swear to God, is the hardest working man in show. Yeah. He was, in... he was doing freaking Star Wars and stuff. Star Until Wars, like Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. He was a James Bond villain. Oh, my God. He was in The I Wicker love Man. Christopher Lee. Yes. He, I mean, he's, he was literally acting up until his death five years ago. Right on. Like, he was still, he was hammering it out. Hammering. Good Christopher like Lee. Like Hammer Studios. Like, there you go. Boom. Obviously, he was most famous as Dracula in those old Hammer horror Christopher films. Christopher Like, the 50s the and 60s. Peter Cushing. He was also Star Wars, Grand Moff Tarkin. He was in all, he was in all the Frankenstein movies. But Peter Cushing looked like he was dying even as a young man. Well, he was never that young yeah. is the problem. Hey, no one could be never that young. He was, well, <laughs> he was born an old man. Well, he was, I mean, honestly, was he, he was born an old in man like, in the 70s. 1897. He was, yeah. He, well, he was older than Christopher Lee. But I mean, he was... I mean, he was Sherlock Holmes. He was in Top Secret with Val Kilmer, uh, a classic from the 80s, uh, all over the place. And in Doctor Who's. Do- he was Doctor Who versus the Daleks in the 60s. He wasn't an official. He was in the movie, not in the TV series, but Peter whatever. Cushing was born in 1913. Yep. And, and uh, died in 94. He was six feet tall. Peter Cushing was six feet tall. That's what it says. Well, Christopher Lee is six foot seven. I think that's the issue. He always looked like a dwarf next to Christopher Lee because Christopher Lee is gigantic. Gigantic. Telly. Telly Savalas. You know him most famously I, as I Lieutenant. I exaggerate. He was six foot five. But that's yeah. giant for a Hollywood. He was born in 22 in Belgravia, London. There you go. Telly Savalas, most famously, was known as Lieutenant Theo Kojak in the TV series from the 70s. Kojak. Who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? He was in Kelly's Heroes. He was a Bond villain, just like Christopher Lee on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Uh He was in The Dirty Dozen. He's in a ton of stuff. Right. Good old Telly. Good stuff. We love Telly. Uh Uh-huh. Except for you who are terrified by him. He's terrifying. He's terrifying. He's terrifying. The rest are a bunch of rando Spanish actors. I'm sure they're very successful, but I'm not going to go through them. So there you have it. Sure they were. Uh, Let's talk about the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. It currently has a 75. Oh, Jesus. Now the audience has gave it 52%. So take take out what you will. All right. Good times. Are you ready for my rating? Please. I am giving it one out of five beef jerky monkey paws. One out of five? One out of five. That That is madness. This, okay, this is not a scary movie by any stretch of the imagination. Perhaps no. I have a little, uh, you know, love for it hidden deep inside because Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, who I love. Okay, but they also made 75 movies a year. They did. They did. I like this movie. It's by no means a good movie. I will give it three out of five crazy, lonely red eyeballs squirting at you. <laughs> With uh, images or of space pre- and dinosaurs. Or if you prefer three out of five bear Telly Savalas chests. That's all you need. <laughs> it, is, it is 
it is fine. It is fun. It's by no means scary. Um, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, if you got a crazy monkey hand, this is the movie for you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're um, saying. So there you have it. Thank you very much. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at T Podcast T W Die. Uh, you can email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. Gmail. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. And Aaron, you are on social media. The Cult of Aaron on the Twitski and the Insta. So hit that up. Boom. Thank you very much. And be well. Live long and prosper, my brother.